Selena, do you remember when your parents talked to you about sex? Um, no. I do. It was, <laughs> it was weird. I just remember the book that was given to me. It was a little, it was actually a board book, I think. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Maybe there were some pages. I don't know. It, it's hard to know. Um, <laughs> you know? Well, you know, our, our kids are at an age where we're starting to have to think about this. And so the full disclosure here is that our kids, our oldest is about to turn eight years old mm-hmm. and uh, we haven't had to go through this yet. And so what we'd like to do here today is begin the conversation around how to talk to our kids about sex. That's yes. going to be our theme over the coming few weeks. Uh, so today we're going to kind of keep a high level view. Is that right? Yeah. How to approach this, this sex talk. We're going to, we've got this hmm. kind of, this portion in two uh, parts but so this first portion is how do we even approach that talk? And then the second is how to actually have that talk. Hmm. So wow. uh, this first part we're going to talk about, what do we do like before all of this conversation has to unfold? So anyways, we will jump into that on the other side and we hope to have you follow us over there. This is Fierce Parenting. Where we believe that kids are a blessing. Family is God's idea. And everything about parenting is discipleship. So leave the blame, shame, could-ofs, and should-ofs at the door and join us for gospel-centered conversations. Welcome to Fierce Parenting. You always have such a hard time on getting from that side to this side. <laughs> That's your... You always want to say it a different way. You're like, like my son on Mississippi trees. <laughs> Just trying to keep it unpredictable, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so this, again, full disclosure is we haven't had these conversations yet. So there's probably going to be a lot of parents listening to this who are going to think to themselves, what a bunch of noobs. <laughs> They no, we no just we haven't had the mechanics conversation. We're having conversations about other things that are leading up, which will be yes. a part of our talk today. But the yeah. mechanics of it, th- th- our kids don't care. <laughs> it's not something yeah, that's mean, on their radar, obviously. It's all, yeah. But uh, those questions are coming. And so, yeah, today is all about approaching, how to approach this conversation, mm-hmm. right? It's not just... How to know, have the conversation. Here's what to say, yeah. here's when to say it, all that kind of stuff, which uh, next week we're going to explore that. Uh, at length, mm. uh, we're going to compile some resources and kind of process, like I said earlier, we're going to process it in real time. Um, and so hopefully that's helpful to folks. And I think it is applicable. The, the The notions of how to approach this, I think, are applicable no matter what age your kids are, mm. assuming they're still in the house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, before we do that, um, this is a brand new podcast. Well, it's not brand new. We're actually in our, this is our eighth episode over the first month and a half of Woo-hoo. the podcast. Thank you so much to all of you who have left a rating and a review. If you haven't done that yet, it's still a good time to do it. <laughs> still, <laughs> while while the it's podcast a great is time. young, it's always a great time. It helps build uh, momentum. Uh, those things are important to the algorithms. Are also encouraging to us most mostly. Um, but also share this. If this podcast has helped you or there's somebody in your life that um, is maybe new to the parenting game and you think, you know, some good gospel centered biblical discussions, I'm not going to say we have every single answer, but we certainly bring our own flavor <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> um, and we hope that that flavor is definitely sprinkled with lots of generous helpings of the gospel. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, tell somebody about this. Finally, um, we are uh, the only. We, we're not going. We don't. We don't anticipate doing advertising. 
much to Selena's chagrin. She's hoping to get some free books, maybe some, I don't know, some free no. product samples. No, uh, not but, at all. <laughs> but this whole thing, uh, we honestly, we just feel a burden to do it. And we're trusting that God will provide for our family um, in this and through the marriage side of what we do. And he has been faithful to do that. And one of the ways that he does that is through the, the global church. Um, and we do that through uh, the people who decide to partner with us on a monthly basis. So if you feel led, we just ask that you would pray about that. If God leads you, that you would do that. And the way you do that is you go to fierceparenting.com slash partner. That will direct you to um, Patreon, which will give you options to partner with us. Uh, we'd really, really appreciate that. Thank you for even considering it. So there we go. All right. So just a word of caution. Um, I think, again, like you, Ryan said, this is going to be more of kind of a 50,000-foot view of um, how to approach this conversation. But if you don't want your little ears saying, what's sex? Uh, if you're not ready to do that, have that conversation, <laughs> then I would suggest putting in your little pods uh, or just making sure little ears are not listening to this. So that is your your there's your caution um, up front. I mean, the title of the episode is... How to how to talk to your you kids know about sometimes sex. So kids like, they hear things and you're like how did you hear that if you're not when ready did you hear that <laughs> if you're listening to this there might be a chance you're not ready to have a talk yet <laughs> so you may want to exactly uh, put some headphones exactly in. so yeah. we are going to be moving through a variety of challenges that we as parents face and this first one that we're talking about is is sex and how do we even begin to approach that kind of conversation or that level of you know emotional, physical, what do we, I mean, how do we even start that conversation with our kids? And Mm. I mean, you asked me, do you remember when my parents talked to me about it? And I was like, well, yes, but no. Right. Like, unfortunately, I think we grew up in a culture where it wasn't, it wasn't fully talked about. It was talked about like purity before marriage. And then yes, you have sex after, but that's it. Like there Mm. wasn't an ongoing conversation, which I think is the key to this uh, episode today is that as we like we discuss the purposes of sex and the gift that it is within marriage on the fierce marriage side of of uh, this podcast the podcast but our ministry our ministry thank you but for fierce parenting um, we just want to we want to address this topic in in terms of how how are we discussing it and training up our children how are we teaching them that this is the way we should go like we yeah. we think about these things and training up a child and like their behavior and how they treat other people and um how they talk but what about this area of sex like how are we how is the gospel calling us to train hmm. and teach our children um in the things of god so um I think the first part, like we kind of said before, was really queuing up the conversation about sex. So this, it's not, I think the converse, the actual conversation, again, about mechanics, it begins way before the actual, that actual conversation happens. So, so like, there's a lot of uh, previous topics. We have a lot of emotions. opportunity as parents when they're young to be talking about stuff like using vocabulary such as purity and treasures and the source of our beauty and who is the type of... Are you going to talk about treasures more? Or, yes, okay. yes. Who is the type of you know man that is worthy of us? We're talking about girls because we have daughters. You know, Ryan is constantly instilling in them like you. When you find a man or a husband, like they need to love God more than they love you. They know they, enough about life, how life works, that, that marriage is definitely something they are anticipating. Clearly, because we're in marriage and family ministry, right? Uh, but they've watched. You know, they watch. Uh, uh, you know, princess movies where there's a, well, there's, a yeah, I mean, just look around you and there's, yeah. Yeah. And so they're thinking in those terms, although they have no idea, uh, you know, all the nuances of marriage. And so, yes, wait, I just want to add some color to what you're saying and that I, I tell them that whoever you like, I'll take them on daddy daughter dates Yes, and I'll, I'll say, Hey, if you go out with a, with a boy at some point, 
this is to our seven year old. Uh, and he's on his phone the whole time. Like that guy's a loser. That's what I tell her. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a loser. You need then don't do another date with him because yeah. he if he cares more about his phone than you, at the at the very first at the outset he's a loser. Um, and it, you know a boy should treat you well. He should open the door for you. He should and you always model speak these kindly to you. Yes. He should always you know. And there's I have a number of things that I go through with her, but that's what you're saying is leading up to yes a, a deeper conversation at least a a, 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 a sexual conversation a conversation a, about yes, sex yeah. yes yeah. um and so like for us i think there's just different different ages and stages that you can start uh, layering in these ideas like we talked about purity you know we read there's a book that we have about like the um a princess like saved this treasure that she had right and it's it's allegorical obviously uh but I, in terms of like our girls we talk about how like their bodies are treasures right now and we mm. don't and you talk about it's kind of broken down into like privates are private we don't share those with other people um but i don't know that they've connected privates and treasures as being kind of the same thing one yeah. and the same yet and that's okay <laughs> i'm kind of like your body your whole entire body is a treasure that god has given you and that you can protect and that you can mm. um preserve for god and for your husband and they don't necessarily again they're five and seven and two two doesn't she doesn't she just loves running around the house naked so (laughs) that's a whole different you know (laughs) ball field but she they understand that they are valued and their Mm. bodies are valuable and they should be treasured and guarded and stored up and not um, shared with everyone and uh, it comes down to things you know even just how they dress and teaching them what modesty is and how to explain that at their level and it's not because um, we're trying to be prudes or anything like that. We're really trying to, again, instill these ideas of purity and preservation of beauty. I think it's the idea that your body is, it's its special, that it's designed by God for his kind of special purposes. Mm-hmm. And that it's, it's, set a, it's set apart in a way. Um, it's even in how they will dance. Um, our, our second child, she does this thing, it's called fancy dancing. <laughs> <laughs> she calls it that. <laughs> There's a lot of hip action in this. There's a lot of hip action, and we've had to. We're like, listen, you don't go shaking that thing. Like this thing is this is your treasure, and it's not for everyone just to kind of gawk at. Yes, Uh, yes. So that's the vocabulary you're talking about. Yes, and to kind of, I want everybody to just take a breath, just breathe. (sighs) This conversation. (laughs) Again, there's no there's no pressure. Okay, this convers we're talking about queuing up the conversation. Okay, and this happens way before we actually have to talk about the mechanics of things. So wise. And so let's just be where our children are and understand where they're at and remember that we this is going to be an ongoing conversation yes we want them to hear about sex from us we want to be the loudest voices in their ears we want to be able to teach them but don't we don't want to sermonize them right we want to be Mm. in that relationship with them and we want to familiarize them with the vocabulary of of god's purpose and the greater uh i think Mm. vision and purpose i guess for lack of a better term that it is that sex is a part of uh and not just you know um let's talk about what this actually means. Cause that's, I think traumatic enough sometimes for kids. It's just that, you know, that coming of age type yeah, type thing. So if you do know anything about this podcast and the fierce parenting side, we do have three tenants that we, uh, sort of live by and built, have built stuff around in fierce parenting. And well, we think they're the most foundational pieces, pieces of every conversation you can have. So right. inevitably we'll come back to these and yeah. it helps us kind of rephrase things or reframe things, I yeah. should say, so that it's not just, uh, you know, our own, 
like it's rooting us in the bigger things. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, first off, I am thankful that you had that preface that um, we can take a breath. Like this is a, a process that we're basically starting this process with, with our kids. It's going to be something that is over a long period of time. It's not just one and done. It's a, it's a dialogue that happens over years. Right. So anyway, I love that you said that. I just wanted to say thank you because um, as, as a, a father of daughters, that gives me immense relief. And I want to encourage our listeners that if you're listening to this and you're asking these sorts of questions, like you're already like, I think a lot of people in the previous generation, a lot of parents, they just never, they're like, Oh shoot, I have to, I have to talk about this thing. And yeah. then they would just like, your mom, she handed you a book. <laughs> well, that was their, you know, they, I was just so, a single parent. There wasn't, you know, there's not, a, there's always yeah. some gaps in, in generations and whatnot. And so we just, we kind of do the best with what we have. So as believers, this is not a conversation that we have to fear. This is not a conversation that we have to like have pressure about because if we don't get it right, we're going to screw up our kids. No, um, God is good and gracious and uses even our, our lack. Right. I think especially our lack. Yeah. I think not, um, so the first point is it, the first tenet is kids are a blessing. And so that's what you said. It's not a conversation we have to dread. Mm, thank you. And that's, um, it's a blessing to, to steward this little heart mm. and sex itself is a blessing. And so in a lot of ways you're just, you're, it's, this is a different way of discipling and that's what mm-hmm. we'll talk about next. Um, but it's, uh, you don't have to be afraid of it. And in fact, you can not be on the defensive, be on the offensive. God made it. Our God made the sex. Well, we know the God. Yes, the exactly. <laughs> he made the sex. He and, made sex. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have every reason to be confident and on the offense in this. Yes. The problem is, is that uh, we have too heavily imbibed the cultural, uh, uh, what the narrative, right? That sex is... Uh, our culture loves sex. I think that's the reason why our, any podcast episode we do about sex always does really well. Think, yeah. But yeah, they, they love a distorted view of it. Mm-hmm. And But we know the author of it. And so we don't have to dread it. We don't have to, we don't have to wait for our kids to find out and then yeah. do damage control. Instead, we can we can begin to uh, to uh, impart into them this map of 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 depth and meaning mm-hmm. around the topic and the, the 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 joy and the blessing that it is. Uh, to have a flourishing life in this way. Um, and actually, we'll talk through. So that's the first piece. Kids or kids are a blessing informs us in how we frame the conversation. It's mm-hmm. a blessing to be able to talk to him. God made this thing. It's good. Uh, it's a gift. It's full of purpose and it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And our wanting to have these conversations is for their ultimate good, that we are looking out for them. Right. We're and again, them. just a reminder, yeah. the conversation of like when it's appropriate to say these things and how to frame them that we're going to jump into that more next week. But yeah. we just kind of want to lay out these uh, foundational pieces so that you can begin start to start processing. OK, so how do I these kids are a blessing. God has given them to me. God is the author of sex. OK, this gives me a stronger foundation hmm. on which to set my my feeble foot. Right. And my small little efforts of trying to communicate yeah. and teach and train about this this beautiful gift that sometimes my husband and I even struggle with. So it's okay. It's okay. God is God is here. God is good. You're talking and about your husband like he's not sitting right here. Not you. And I'm saying <laughs> as if I was a listener. Oh, talking okay. as Sorry. a listener. Zoned out. Yes. <laughs> the second one, uh, family is God's idea. That's our uh, second tenant. Yeah. Second tenant. God created sex as a means to create a family. Um, it is God's idea, like we said in this first tenet, and it is good. And we, we see the familial relationship being modeled to us, being as quote-unquote children of God who 
have a quote unquote heavenly father, right? In the Lord's prayer, it begins with our father, which is powerful. Because if you think about the Jewish culture, the ancient culture, all of the nations and people that were around him, they prayed to little G gods that had names. There was no like relational aspect. It was, Hmm. it was, yeah. I pray to blah, 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 God, like God, blah, or whatever their name was. (laughs) I don't even know the names. And so it was a title. There was not a relational, it was hierarchical. There was, there was no, again, relationship. And to think of that in terms of like the king of the universe, the creator of the world, he wants to be addressed in a familial way, Hmm. um, I think brings that idea just full circle. And so the way that tenet informs this topic and how we view having Mm -hmm. a sex talk with our kids is the family is being that it's God's idea. He has, he has created sex with a place. Mm. It has a place where it is healthy and good and right. And that is within the family. It's when it's within a marriage, right? Within a, between a husband and a wife, that is a good thing. So that, when that becomes like uh, the the how do I want to phrase this? When that becomes the goal or the thing that they're looking forward to. It's not just how can I please uh, you know a young a, you know my boyfriend or my girlfriend, or how can I you know be popular or how can I do whatever like it's you you set their eyes on such a greater thing and mm-hmm. you say that this is the goal that. Sex has a place, uh, and it's vastly more wonderful in its place than outside of its place. A, because it's honoring to God, it's obedience to God, and obedience to God is always the way to flourishing. Um, but even then, he's given you this gift that if we're willing to exercise you know, our, our agency and practice this, you know, have sex within the confines of his design, it will be better for you. Mm. So you're painting for them a picture of God's design for sex within the context of a loving covenantal gospel centered Christ centered marriage mm-hmm. between one man, one woman for life. And that is the place for sex. And in there, I mean, it's, it's a wildfire, like within that, mm-hmm. within that, those boundaries, it's a wildfire and it's, it's um, wonderful. So that's the second piece. Um, I didn't skip anything did I. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third tenet, and again, these episodes do, we try to go a little bit faster with these episodes and we try to take, uh, uh, not as much time as we do on the marriage side. So we're going fairly quickly. Um, the third tenet is parenting is discipleship. And so this, again, we're framing this whole conversation and seeing parenting as discipleship. This conversation, sex, is another opportunity for us to disciple our kids and to train them in the things of God. Mm-hmm. Sex is a gift. We've said it many times. It was given to us to enjoy only within the context of marriage. And that is something that we can, over time, Show them why, how do we know that sex is a gift for right. marriage? How do we, how do we, um, I don't know. How do we, we can conform well, their minds to yeah, his we vision can, of things? If you look at the contrast of, um, like sex outside of marriage or what, what the world might view it as, you know, you have books like good pictures, bad pictures. And so you're, you show them the distortion and you show them the results of the distortion or. You, yeah. You don't show them the distortion, sorry. but you, you present to them this. You, other reality yes. right if there's this and you there's very um tame ways to do this uh, depending on the age obviously you need to be godly and wise and appropriate and we're not obviously you're not pulling up images that would be yes controversial i think it goes without saying but when you're looking at the contrast of disobedience you know we see disobedience in the bible we see people trying to do something outside of uh the order that god has given and what happens there what happens when the gift that God gave someone is used outside of its purpose and design. Well, there's, there's death, there's hurt, there's pain, there's, Hmm. um, 
you know, struggle. Uh, so again, highlighting some of the, the lack or the flaws, I guess, or the, the deception that happens that the messages, I guess, is trying to demystify and to identify like this, there's deception here. The world wants to tell you these things and we may know these things. We had this conversation in our, in my class this Wednesday. It was about, uh, we talked about tricking our senses, you know, how like if you eat an apple and then you hold up like a cotton ball with uh, vanilla on it and then you eat the apple, like you can trick your taste buds into thinking that you're eating a vanilla apple kind of tasting thing, right? Or um, there's visual like eye trickery with your eyes, but what is, we had this conversation of what is the truth? What do we know and how do we know these things are true? And like mm. we go to God's word, a very familiar thing. How do we know God's word is true? Because it says it's true. It's inherent. Like we know that it's, there's tons of it backing up. Okay. So if that's true and then somebody else is telling me that a piece of this is true, but not all of it, do I believe that or why? You know, and it seems so simple as kids because as younger kids, cause they don't quite have the emotions that are involved in everything yet, but I think they can already, we can already be planting that. Mm. Um, yeah. look at this, you know, look at the contrast of this decision. Let's talk about that. Um, how can, Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and in that same kind of vein of thought, being very clear to them that we do things differently, and that's mm-hmm. that's because we are not of the world, and that's I think that lends itself more to maybe a younger um, child, you know, because if you got a teenager, and, and I don't mean to, God is gracious, and He will use you um, for the entirety of your children's lives as long mm-hmm. as you're willing to engage with God's word and 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 go to them and, and love them well, he will use you. But I think there's a, there's a point at which these types of conversations, um, kind of that ship has sailed, at least. I know from a teenage standpoint, like there's a time when their ears kind of <laughs> tend to shut off. Uh, mine did anyway, and I've, I know that that's usually true. Um, the point is, is that you have an opportunity to present to them and say, this is not going to, this is countercultural. Mm. This is not what the world will tell you. This is not what they're going to tell you about how women behave, how men should behave, how sex should be, how marriage should look, uh, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And so you're contrasting and saying that's a good thing because we serve the God of Israel. We serve the God of the Bible. We serve the one true God. Mm-hmm. And it's not a baseless faith. I mean, that's a whole other podcast on its own is mm-hmm. the, uh, the idea that our faith is very grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's an opportunity then to say that's why when you when you are doing something different that maybe your friends might criticize or you might feel or get whatever. laughed at or, or get, yeah or fun of and or a lot of times you don't even yourself rejected. know why yeah doesn't make sense that we can stake our very identity our we mm. have staked our identities our lives our eternities on on this god and it's and it's that's it's to be expected in yes. christ and it's okay to have those struggles yeah. and we can as parents we what a blessing it is to sit with our kids in the midst of those struggles mm. and hug them and then lead them, right? We can hug them, hear them, and then lead them through it. Hmm. Um, I think just them knowing that we're we're there with them, uh, typically, I think, um, makes the walls come down. You yeah. know, it dis- it's disarming. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so next week, um, we're going to get into the details of uh, our kind of parsing through the various information. And we know fully that we haven't had this Mm-hmm. We haven't d- done this before. And so what we hope to do and how we hope to add value <laughs> is just to be very transparent. And we're going to take a bunch of different articles and start talking through them. Right. 
and start just thinking through them. And our hope through that is that you can think through them as well with us. Yeah. And we kind of do it together in real time. And our hope is that it won't be just for, you know, kids that are our age and our girls. We have girls. We don't have boys. <laughs> we hope to add uh, various perspectives to the conversation as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm actually really excited about this. I feel like there's a lot of kind of dark spaces that we can be timid to shine the light into. And I'm we're here to say God's light, the gospel, is bright it's good it is true and he is faithful uh, when we when we bring these hard issues to him he's faithful to show us uh, his truth and to to guide us in his truth right. that we might walk it out more faithfully right and i think we don't remember god is not it's not this like dualistic approach of like god is good and evil is evil and they're on the same level no god has overcome death and evil and darkness so we as believers can walk in that power and in that confidence yeah. of I don't have to be afraid of these conversations. Yes, the world is having them and they're having them distortedly, uh, but I get to actually shine the truth and the light. It's not just some truth. It's not just another truth. It is the truth. Yeah. Uh, Jesus said, yeah. I am the light. I am the way, the truth and the life. Uh, no one comes to the father except through me. And so again, building that foundation in Christ, hmm. knowing the truth, knowing that all of three of these tenants, right? Kids are a blessing. Uh, family is God's idea. Parenting is discipleship. These are all going to help us frame this conversation around uh, sex and intimacy and how it can be enjoyed and what its purpose is and how it's God glorifying. Yeah. Can't wait for that. It's going to be good. I hope you'll join us, listener. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word that it is instructive in this area that you've not left us on our own. You've given us this gift of sex, but then you've also shown us how to how to wield it wisely and unto your glory and obedience to you. And you've given us the gift as parents of being able to communicate those truths to our children and to mm-hmm. pass them down that they they may not repeat mistakes of our past, mm-hmm. but they would uh, they would conform themselves into your healthier way, into your right way, that they would walk in obedience with you and they would flourish in a relationship with you and, and by your grace that they would have families that would flourish as well. So Lord, we pray for the parents listening to this, that you would guide them, comfort them, um, Give them the words to speak when the time comes. And Lord, may you use our efforts um, to help them to that end by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, join us again next week for another episode of the Fierce Parenting Podcast. But until then, this episode is... In the can. We'll see you again in about seven days. So until then... Stay fierce. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Fierce Parenting Podcast. For more resources, visit fierceparenting.com. And for daily encouragement, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you'd like to support this ministry, please leave a rating or a review in your podcast app or visit patreon.com slash fierce parenting to become a monthly partner. We hope this episode has blessed you immensely. Take care.